recording started. Okay, uh, the topic of the shear is going to be uh, prophecy and perception. So first thing is, what do people uh, think about when they hear that somebody received the prophecy, that they saw God, that there was a, a, a man, there's um, always always these um, mostly, mostly Christian sources that talk about um, that they saw God, they saw an angel uh, right in front of them, God spoke to them a big, loud, uh, booming voice, but we know that that's not really, in fact, uh, true. When it comes to the Torah, there can't be any images of God. God can't possibly have a body. God can't necessarily uh, speak. Um, God, uh, God doesn't communicate to us uh, in that way. So uh, what does prophecy ultimately end up being? Prophecy is the way that Hashem communicates and uh, interacts with the world uh, in, in whatever sense that it is, whatever way that, um, that Hashem is sensed. Uh, whether uh, Hashem spoke to somebody, there are a lot of different ways they talk about in Mor uh, Nebuchim. The Rambam uh, goes over that Hashem, Hashem spoke to somebody, Hashem came down. What exactly does that mean if Hashem doesn't have a physical body? So, um, and most of the time, these perceptions are very, very vague. So um, one that I pulled out from, from Pasuk is about um, Avram, Achar, uh, Dremaila, Hayad, Dvar Hashem, Al Avram, um, it says that um, that Hashem came to Avraham. A little bit interesting. It says it's kind of like a like a vision. It's a very very vague perception that Avraham saw. Avraham didn't really see Hashem. It was it was a, a vision that was given to him. Another time is when uh, Hashem comes to visit Abimelech. Abimelech kidnapped Sarah, and he gets a um, a visit from Hashem in a dream actually. And Hashem says. Do not uh, bother this woman, um, and also she's married. So there's an interesting uh, Rashi on that subject that Sarah, in her own merit, uh, got had Hashem come and visit um, Abimelech in his dream, even though he wasn't really a uh, deserving person to get this type of uh, uh, prophe prophecy. But Hashem uh, intervened. Um, another very uh, vague description. Um, comes from uh, Daniel Parak Zion, where there's a prophecy uh, that comes to him in, uh, comes to Daniel in a vision, and there are all these mythical creatures and animals. There's a bear with a with a horn, and there's a lion with wings. I might um, be butchering it a little bit, but um, a lot of a very strange prophecy. And Daniel had to pull out of that that the the prophecy was about um, the the four kingdoms that Claudius saw were going to encounter later later down the line and that we're going to uh, bother them that we will eventually overcome. So the lesson uh, to all of this is that prophecies are always uh, very vague. It's always a very vague image and uh, it comes to um, the the Nevi'im in dreams and it, it comes it comes to them in in visions. It's never really exactly clear. Uh, there is an exception to this though. Uh, right after uh, Moshe is pleading with Hashem to have Rachamim on uh, Bnei Israel after the Chet Hayegel, we see that uh, after we get the, the Midos Rachamim, we hear that Moshe asks Hashem, let me uh, bask in your glory, let me let me see your face. And it specifically says uh, the, uh, the face of Hashem. And Hashem says, nobody can see my face and live, so therefore you can see uh, my back. I'm going to move my hand over, and for a second, you're going to catch a glimpse of my back. But again, we spoke about this before, that what what is this uh, perception? Because it can't possibly be physical, because Hashem doesn't have a physical body. It must be, in some sense, in understanding of, of Hashem. 
something uh, more more spiritual in essence. It's an understanding of of what Hashem is and uh, how how Hashem interacts with the world. Uh, another example, uh, which is something that I heard um, pretty recently, is a very interesting example uh, that Nadav and, and, and Avihu, uh, who are the sons of Aaron, who uh, brought in foreign fire uh, before Hashem, and ultimately uh, they were they were killed. And it was told after that that they were not allowed. Um, nobody was allowed to do the avoda while they were drunk. So, what's the connection between that uh, and nevuah? There's something about the power of the perception of, of God, understanding God on too high of a level, that it cancels out your uh, existence in the world. If you're the whole, the whole point of of the world is that Hashem, in some sense, even though Hashem is everywhere, had to remove himself in order for the world to exist because if Hashem is the ultimate God and the ultimate spiritual power there has to be some sort of separation otherwise we would just be uh, one one with God the universe there can't be a physical world if God is too heavily involved so what happens when uh and Avihu they bring us fire before Hashem there's an idea that they were on such a high spiritual level that it kind of canceled out their their physical existence so going back to Nevuah, this entire idea about being too close to Hashem, if you're too close to Hashem and you see Hashem in too clear of a way, it'll, in a sense, cancel out your humanity. There's no possible way that a person can be so close to Hashem and live. Hence the vague visions that we constantly see where Avram saw Hashem in a vision, Abimelech saw Hashem in a dream. And the only person who sort of saw what Hashem was, or, or some even even though it described it in a physical sense, uh, really saw understood in a in a spiritual sense was Moshe Rabbeinu, who saw the back of Hashem, which was really some perception that wasn't physical. It was something about uh, an understanding of the essence of God. So um, finally, the, uh, the last point that I want to bring up is uh, there's a Gemara in Chagiga about four different men who entered uh, the parties. It was Ben Azai, Ben Zoma, Acher, who was Elisha Ben Abuya, and uh, Rabbi Akiva, and what their ultimate fate was. Uh, one, one looked and died, says they looked. They looked and died, one went mad, um, Elisha Ben Abuya went off the derech, and Rabbi Akiva was the only one that, that made it out alive. Again, thinking about this lesson in the context that I just explained, that they, went to the parties, which is some very high spiritual level, and they obtained some kind of perception of God that was too high and holy for them to uh, grasp and for them to understand. It wasn't really physical that they saw God. It's that they saw some uh, essence of God that was so high that they couldn't really understand it. So uh, in, in conclusion, uh, Navua is really, uh, it's a way that we connect with Hashem. It's a way that Hashem connects to the to the physical world, but if we can never really understand uh, with our complete perception uh, what what God is or be able uh, to see him, uh, because in a sense that would cancel out our uh, humanity and our existence in the world. There has to be a separation between us and Hashem, and if it gets too close and it um, me meshes over, uh, then uh, there's, there's nothing. If Hashem is the entire universe, then uh, that would mean we would become a part of him and we would cease to exist in our uh, physical bodies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>